up, what up? Welcome back to the Sneaker Enthusiast Podcast, where each week I sit down with my brother Nacho and we talk sneakers and we interview people on sneakers. And this week for the intro, I got Nacho here with me. What up, Nacho? What's up, bro? What's going on? Not much, bro. Chilling. I just thought that we would do some so a little a little bonus upload for the week. I know we only upload usually once a week on the podcast, but we have a little a little bonus uh, episode and 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 it's an interview with you and, and Scarface. You remember that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The one that we did, the like the little short bio on you know the YouTube and all that other stuff. So, yeah, I remember it. Yeah, so basically it's just like an interview with you and and our friend Scarface, also known as Edgar. And if you don't Edgar know what an Edgar Cortez. is, Edgar uh, Cortez, he he's he is like the main Edgar. Like, there's nobody more Edgar than this guy, and he's the homie. And he interviewed you, and I listened to it. I thought it was interesting. And basically, you just talk about like growing up in the hood, like some of the sneakers that you gravitated towards when you were younger, and how we got started on YouTube and all that stuff. So I uh, hope you guys enjoy this. Uh, we will see you guys uh, later next week with another interview. We got a very special interview coming up. I don't want to reveal the guest yet, but it's going to be awesome. And we will see you next week. I hope you guys have a lovely Sunday. Uh, I know it's NBA All-Star Day. It's not week now. It's day because of COVID. So I hope you guys, if you guys watch basketball, I hope you guys enjoy that. And me and Nacho will catch you uh, next week. Enjoy the episode. All right, y'all. Peace. Peace. Let's go. We see the hype outside. Right from the house. Straight from outside, straight to the couch. We put the mic outside. Edit shit out. Alright, and we're live. Welcome back to Mexico and Mobile. It's your boy, the one with the Scarface. It's your boy Scarface. And today I got Jules. What up? We got Wicho. And we got a special guest. Nacho. <laughs> like Nacho Libre. What's up, Nacho? Nacho average finds, right? Yeah, pretty much. You know me? Pretty Glad much. to be here. What's going on with y'all? Chilling, bro. Chilling. Oh, chilling. Chilling. Yeah. 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 Uh, we usually record on Sundays, but we're like, hey, Nacho, he's so picky. He's like, I have to record Thursday because I'm going to be busy. <laughs> I'm going to be in the coast, bro. Where, where are you going? Yeah, uh, I'm going to Monterey. Okay. You mean? Oh, nice. Okay. So, uh, yeah. so are you, do you consider yourself like a shoe tuber or more of just like a... I'm just a, a uh at this point I consider the channel more to be like a sneaker history or a sneaker historian in a sense. I don't really consider myself. I don't want to be in a shoe tuber category. I don't do unboxings. I don't I really don't, you know, mess with like the newer stuff for the most part. It's mainly just like the OG models, you know what I mean? Like, like I'll, I'll probably never like I'll never do like an unboxing of like, oh, like this is, you know what I mean? This is what until this is a new chunky donkey or some shit, like it's just not gonna happen. Like I don't, I don't. Until Nike cuts a check, you're. Gonna, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's what he says now. But well, if, well, if, they, if they cut the check, then I'm definitely in it. But let's get. Uh, I mean, I want people to get to know who you are exactly. So, um, are you originally from? You said you're from Fresno. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm Mexico. You know, I mean, I'm from I'm from Mexico. But yeah, I reside in Fresno, California. You were born in Mexico. Uh, yeah, I was. Oh shit! I, I was know. born like two miles into mexico so i'm like i'm damn near chicano but whatever i mean i've been here since i was seven years old but yeah i grew up on a, i I'm, i was born in a border town of mexicali you know what i mean uh my family migrated you know what i mean they, they stayed down there on the border for a little bit like san diego area like southern california and then they migrated up north to fresno and i've been in fresno since i was like seven years old so i consider fresno my home and and you said how long have you been in fresno Shit, my whole life. Since I was seven, I'm, I'm 36 now. So. Dang, he's, he's been a, Damn. Like, yeah, so, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, my, so you went to school and everything in, in Fresno? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I went to my elementary. I went through all that shit, yeah. So, well, since, like, second grade. Okay. You know? And since you were, you were young, were you into shoes? You were, were you into, like, all that? Uh, I got into sneakers when I was a kid. I got into sneakers, like, way back in the days like i got into sneakers like when i was like like a child child like all right when like i was a kid because i'm a lot older than you the reebok pumps were a big thing right mm-hmm. Brown. and my, and my cousin my cousin he came through one time and he had a little bit more money than us like because we were like you know barely scraping by you know what i mean farm labor you know farm labor type you know household and all that other stuff so but my cousin he already had a little bit more loot than us 
And uh, he was like two years older than me, and he showed up with the Reebok pumps. And I really believed like that them shits like made you jump higher and like made you run faster. So what I did was like I was like I need to get a hold of these. My parents were, my parents are like you know very like you know traditional Mexican. They don't believe in like name brands or anything like that. You know what I mean? I wore hand me downs like for most of my childhood. And so they were never going to give me like a pair. And I was just like, man, I got to get my, my hands on one of those. And it just never happened. Cause I think they were, I think even back then they retailed for like over a hundred bones. And we're talking about, this is like 91, 92. So this is a long time ago and they were already over a hundred. So what color it was, was like, that? uh, the colorway, uh, the color, it was the OGs. It was the OG. So it was, uh, the they were white, blue, they were white, blue. And uh, they have like this little, like it's almost like a, like a little release on the back heel. Um, okay. It's pretty, I mean, they were just really high, and they just look really cool. They just look like super futuristic, uh-huh. like some out of a movie. Like them just look like space boots, like like space boots to me. So like that's why I like them. Yeah. And then I didn't really get my my first real pair of shoes, like till I was like in like seventh grade. That's when I got my first like official Nike. Like you it? know that was. And I got the Nike of Temple. Oh, nice. And uh, I wore them shits into the ground. Like, <laughs> I wore them, like, they were clean on the top, but on the bottom, like, they were damn near see-through. But, you know, it was like, I could only get, like, one pair of shoes, you know. But that was, that's, like, the first, like, big shoe that people will probably remember. And then also, like, but before that, I did get a pair of Reebok ventilators, but nobody was really peeping on those anyway back then. Like, I think I'm, like, the only ventilator, ventilator guy out here. Hmm? Yeah, I remember when I got my when I would get shoes. We, I was in the same situation. I had at the time uh, three brothers or two brothers, and it's kind of hard. You're, like when your parents they're doing okay, but they're not doing great. So like if they bought a pair of shoes for me, they would have to buy a pair of shoes for my brothers. So they would usually get us like we would go to Payless and get the Nike stuff uh, that they had there and things like that. But I remember one time my parents finally I wanted the the what was it. There was uh, some Cortezes that I really want. Those were like my first like actual, I babied them. I would, uh, my uncle in Mexico, he's like, hey, like, you got to keep them clean. He was showing me how he cleaned his, like, he grabbed a rag, toothbrush. toothbrush. He was just like cleaning them. And I'm like, oh, wow, that looks brand new. And uh, that's where I started. Like, it was Nike Cortezes. And then after that, I, I started getting a little bit of whatever I could, just mainly because my parents, uh, they couldn't afford to get us all like, because we're so close in age. Mm-hmm. So like we were all in school, so they had to get us all clothes and things like that. But now, uh, I think I have too many shoes. <laughs> what What was your first shoe, Tony? For me? Yeah, the first pair of shoes you had. Like, or that got you into the sneakers. Into the sneakers. Uh, for me, it had to be the uh, the Reebok Shaq Gnosis. Oh, hit the. Oh, I love the black and white stripes. Yeah. Those I remember. Um, I was probably. Oh, shit, maybe in fifth grade, mm-hmm. sixth grade, never had those pair. And uh, I had a Halloween costume that was a, a black ninja. So it was like <laughs> a black ninja suit with the shoes on. Bro, I was fly. <laughs> what about you, Wicho? Um, Probably the there were mid Nike SBs. I can't remember if they were dunks or not, but I knew there were SBs. They were when they were doing the SB 6.9s. Oh, nice. uh, my it, and it was funny because my dad actually bought them for himself. I don't know why he bought them, but he didn't wear them, so I just went into his closet and grabbed them. <laughs> and just that like a junior, junior, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, how how were you as a, as a youngster? Were you like getting into trouble? Were you like a good kid? I was bad. Well, I mean, I was like a good kid in the beginning, but like you know, like I grew up in like a really really like rough part of town like you know i mean it just it comes with the territory you know what i mean as, as you know when you're a kid from like it doesn't really start until like you're about 11 you know and then that's when like the gang influence and all that other stuff i never like gang banged or anything like that but i i associated with everybody like that you know what i mean and a lot of friends like either join gangs or we were just troublemakers but i've always i was always like kind of like a wild wild like uh like a wild child i didn't think I didn't think things through about consequences and that was fearless. Like if you told me like to jump off a building, I would jump off a building. Like, you know, like legit, like I would be like, fuck it, I'll jump. You know what I mean? Like I really didn't care. I really didn't 
like I didn't I didn't understand like um like loss of life or like you know the consequences of of what things would do you know to me if like as far as like danger or anything like that but yeah I was just like you know I was I was in the streets just running around and I was really defiant too because I was pretty intelligent as a child and I remember um, knowing that like they could beat my ass like my parents would beat me ground me take everything away. But at the end of the day, like, I knew that they would love me no matter what. So I felt like it was, like, it was only temporary. Like, it wasn't, like, how long could they treat me that way, you know? Yeah. So yeah. I, I know you have uh, some, you have two brothers, right? Is is there more or just? Yeah, I got two little brothers. So I'm the oldest. Okay. Yeah, and I'm it's, the oldest. So it's just two other brothers that you don't know sisters? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, no sisters. All boys. Did they almost follow what you were doing too as well like hanging my brother brian who does the channel he does the editing and yeah he's doing the right now just because of the whole covid because we're in two different cities you know i'm in fresno he's in la which is a four-hour drive which is a four-hour drive and just um you know i mean there's a lot of spread over there there's a lot of spread over here you know i mean we don't want to be those people end up getting a bunch of people sick so we're just kind of laying low key in a sense you know Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, my brother, my 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 middle brother was was turning into the you know the same kind of lifestyle. That I was. He was more of a skater though. Mm-hmm. By the time they came up, by the time they came up, my dad had already like moved us into the suburbs, and like you know what I mean, like he was hanging out with a bunch of like white kids and all that other stuff. And I just you know I had already made my friendships like with my people in the old neighborhood, so I would just kind of go over there to hang out. I mean, but that's when everything kind of like clashed and stuff like that. For me, because, you know, I, I started meeting, like, I didn't see, I didn't, I knew of white folks, but I didn't know of them like that, like, until I was, like, in high school. Like, I met dudes named Hunter, you know, and, who, like, you know, like, skateboard and, like, you know, anything like that. Like, I didn't know none of those dudes. Like, you know, all the kids that I grew up with were, like, just, like, gang members and, like, just hoodlums, you know? Like, you just realize the difference of the, of the, of, of the people like they have money but but i just even when i moved and when i moved into high school like i was such a bad kid that like i i looked for the bad kids in that school to hang out with so they moved me like from school to school to try to get me to like to hang out but i was just i was just drawn to the madre i guess like you know did you ever did you ever get like into some serious trouble were you um yeah i mean i was I've been to jail a few times, you know what I mean? Like, I like all that stuff. Like, you know, what I mean, I don't, I don't even talk about it because it's like, I'm not that guy anymore. Yeah. Like, there, I don't have an ounce of gangster in me <laughs> anymore or any of that stuff. Like, I, I'm not that dude. Like, you know what I mean? It's not there anymore. Like, like I'm, I'm washed up. That's like for like kids to me. But yeah, I mean, I was, I like that's okay. So I, I went to jail, and I went to jail for a few months. And then that's all it took for me. Like, I was like, all right, this is, you know, there's dudes in there who come in and out. And, and like, you know, they're like, like, that's what they want to do. And I'm just like, man, I'm here for a few months. And that was it. I was already scared. I was like, I'm done. I'm I'm ready to go. It took me a few months when it takes other people, like, a few years, you know, yeah. to learn that that shit ain't for you. Yeah. I mentioned it in a, a previous podcast that we haven't released. I caught myself, like, I got into trouble a few times. Uh, I got suspended from like middle school and things like that. But that's when I like started to catch on. And I was like, oh, I don't want to go down this path. You know what I mean? Like you didn't actually get into some like serious time. You know what I mean? Like you, uh, you caught that and realized, you know, it's not, that's not, the, yeah. it's not the right Yeah. Thing. Like it's not, it's not a lifestyle that I want to live. And I realized that like, you know I mean? It's just like, I got, I got buddies who died. You know what I mean? Like, like for real, it's like, you know, childhood friends that, you know, it's kind of sad in a sense, you know what I mean? From, from either like drug addiction to, you know what I mean? To, you know, I know people who've caught murder cases and things like that. And it's just like, dang, like if I would have continued down that path or thinking that what the life that I was living was okay, you know, then who knows where I would have ended up. But I'm just glad that I had like a family to support me mm-hmm. and to bring me back and to let me know that like, you know, like you need to snap out of it or else it's not going to end well for you. Yeah. Uh, I know. I know. You mentioned uh, Fresno is not like the. There's the gangs, and you know, because um, I even I, I saw a documentary a while back ago, and they said like some of the most violent gangs. What like one of them was in Fresno? Was it like were the streets pretty bad there? Did you have to like? Yeah, I mean, it's like I said, it's it's 
it's bad. It's not, there's, there's, it's, it's not like it was in the nineties or in the early two thousands. Cause what happened to most of those guys is like one, they get locked up and they got locked up for a long time or two, they get smoked out on meth and, and they just fall off, you know? But for the most part, I mean, like, yeah, like it's, a, it's a young man's game in a sense. So, but yeah, I mean, there are certain areas and certain neighborhoods that you really can't go down. Like, like you normally would like this hat right here would get me in trouble. Like if I go to the East side of town right now, like just because, and this is, this is the homie right here. He, he lives on Butler and peach. Right. Mm-hmm. But that's already that that's a gang infested area already. And I would probably get, even at my age, I would probably get pressed like, you know, over it. Like, you know, like yeah. on dumb shit by some kids who just want to make a name for themselves. So it's kind of like that. So it's like, you kind of like, um, uh, you got to pick where you got to go and stuff like that. There's certain areas that you know, like, but I mean, I'm older now. So like once you kind of like hit your thirties, if, if you're still catching beef, then you're in the wrong circles, you know? But like, you know, when I was younger, yeah. I mean, like people look at you funny, you know, like it's just, it was bad in a sense, you know? Yeah. The thing that was challenging for me was being Mexican and being a Mexican immigrant and then moving up more north. The more north you go, you meet like second and third generation Mexicans who speak zero Spanish. All right. So they would like they would call me like, you know, a wet bag. They would call me like my own people, you know what I mean? And then one I look white. So they they'd like, you know, they disrespect me in a sense. And it was just like that was already like I felt like when I would ask them when I would talk to them in Spanish and they wouldn't respond to me in Spanish, I would feel like they're just they just don't like me. And so I would get like aggressive, like, what the fuck? Like, how come you don't talk to me? Or like, you know what I mean? Like, how come you're not talking to me? Like, how come you're acting like you don't know what I'm saying when you know everything I'm saying? You know what I mean? And I just, it didn't make sense to me that like, maybe like their grandparents came from Mex. And so they're just, they don't know, you know what I mean? They don't know. They don't, they don't speak Spanish, you know what I mean? Anymore. So it was like, like that. And then, like I said, with that, and then like, I was kind of like a big nerd, like when I was a kid. Like a big, big nerd. Like I, I wore a flat top. My mom dressed me for a long time just because of the whole, like, the area that we grew up in. Like, she thought everything was gang related, and I couldn't wear like. So all of my shit was like super outdated. Like my gear, my clothes, and I would walk to school every morning, and I would walk to school every morning. And when I would walk to school, I have to go past these three kids that were already like bad. Like they were a little bit older. And they would talk shit to me and they would talk shit to me. And so as I would walk, as I would walk and they would talk shit to me, like I'd flip them off and then they'd run after me and jump me and I'd run and I'd maybe get like a punch in there or whatever. But eventually they'd, they'd beat the shit out of me, you know, and, and that like kind of like, but that hearted me like after every day, like it hardened me. And then when I told my mom, when I told my mom, like, yo, like, I'm getting beat up. My mom tells me, tells the teacher, and then I become labeled a snitch. So it's even worse for me now. Like as I'm walking down. So it's just, it was just bad. Like, like as a kid in the neighborhood, but eventually, like I said, like you get like the way I earned my respect, or at least I felt like I did in my early years was I was crazy. So like, you know, people wouldn't fuck with you because you were crazy. Like you'd be like, dude, that dude's crazy. And so, like I said, like I didn't really have fear, like, cause I didn't, it was like whatever. Like I would, I would have, I would have killed someone back then. Like you know, that's my, just without zero regard, just just to do it. Like, and it's crazy to sound like that now because I was like, I don't even think I could do that now. Like at all, like at all, at all, at all. Like I'm totally like not that dude. But yeah, back then maybe I would have. You know what I mean? And it's a, it's a trip. Like, like and I ain't trying to sound like no tough dude or or, yeah. or, or like like I'm about that or anything like that or I was, but maybe at that point. I probably was because I, I didn't know consequences, you know? Yeah, I think we all go through that. Uh, I'm Sometimes I see, like, pictures or videos of, like, just me back in the day, you know what I mean? And then you're like, God, I can't believe I talked like that or I can't believe I I I would I acted like I that or that. dressed like that. And I'm like, God, I'm so – but like you said, you just grow up and then, like, you you mature in a sense, you know what I mean? So Yeah, like, you know, you remember back in the days when you just used to look fucking hard, yeah. like, in the mirror? Yeah. Like then you're just like wondering what the hell am I angry about? Like you know what I mean? Yeah, it just doesn't make any sense. Like it just, it, it really it don't it don't make any sense to. But I guess it's just part of growing up, you know. Yeah. So, did you have any plans to like after you graduated high school 
did you have what were your like plans or just just work um like my so i got kicked out of high school by my sophomore year and then so when i got kicked out when i got booted like i i had to get a job you know what i mean because i was like what am i doing you know what i mean so i went on like a home study and you just go one day a week so i got a job at mcdonald's you know what i mean and I, I back then i think minimum wage was like six bucks Mate. out here you know yeah so it was like you know and, and i thought i was doing it you know i had a car i had all that i was like yo i'm doing the thing out here you know what i mean and so i started working at, like at an early age i started working like at an early age like at what 16 mm -hmm. so yeah i was working i was already working full time and all that other stuff and as far as like goals and life goals like i was just living i i, I got really into girls i got really into girls you know, and I just wanted to be a big old player, man. I was out there partying. I really didn't have any direction until I got older. Like, and that's the honest truth. Like, you know, I, did, I was just wilding out out here. You know what I mean? Big pimping, huh? <laughs> big pimping out there. I tried to be the best I could. You know what I mean? Right, right now, you got a girl, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I got a girl. You know what I mean? How many kids do you I got have? A girl. I, got, I got two children. Nice. You know what I mean? So I'm good. I'm happy. That's yeah, I'm, I'm retired, bro. I'm a, I'm a, you know what I mean? I'm a full time coach now. No more players. No, no. <laughs> the jerseys, uh, the jer yeah, the the jerseys hung up in the house or what? Oh, it's been hung up. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, like I know your early date. What made you decide to get in, to get into some YouTube? Uh, YouTube. I didn't even get it. YouTube. I didn't even like. That was all my brother on the real. Like my brother bought this camera. And my brother was like, I want to film you and my younger brother. Because my younger brother, he has a cooking channel. He has a cooking channel. But his cooking channel didn't really take off, right? But my brother found it intriguing that my brother found it intriguing that for the things that I did. And I, that would be like go to Ross and like bargain shop for clothes and all that other stuff. And he was like, why are you like clothes so much? Because I always loved clothes. Like since I was young, like I've always loved like clothes and sneakers and things like that like i've always loved it and then you know but i would get everything like at ross and stuff like that and we're talking about this is like high school like i'd have like the coolest shit but it'd be the craziest colors because like you get all them random weirdo colors like i'd have like the tommy hill figure but that shit would be like neon green you know but i thought i was doing it because i'd get it for like 20 bucks versus like at macy's or whatever you know i had like polo all that other stuff like you know so but my brother thought it was funny, like, he's all like, you know, and I was like, all right, whatever, just record me doing whatever the hell I'm doing. Because I would literally, like, go to, like, the Ross, like, on my on my off time, I would just go to Ross's and look for steals and deals. Because I've always been a big bargain guy. Always. Like, you know, that's been, you know, embedded in me from my mom and my dad, you know what I mean? Like, they're just very frugal people. So, like, I was always like that. And I always like to look. It always made me feel better. To know that I got something cool for cheap. There you go. It's that good feeling now. When you, yeah. when you got a good a good find like that and be like, good ass price for it's a bargain. You know what I mean? Yeah. The, the, yeah, yeah. This other day I was wearing this uh that, that Polo Ralph Lauren shirt or jacket that I got. One? Yeah, the one I got at TJ. And people were like, I get complimented on it. Cause, and then it says like Polo on it and it says Polo Ralph Lauren. So like when you see it, the retail is 250 But I got that at TJ Maxx for 30 bucks. Like, Exactly. That, that makes me feel good. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I like, I like, I like that, that feeling of like knowing that, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And knowing I, that I got it like at a great price, you know? Yeah. I always tell people, I'm like, you don't, if, if the person you're trying to impress is like impressed by brands or money, I was like, that's the wrong person. I was like, you can go to, uh, and people are uh, afraid to go into Ross. You know what I mean? I, I remember when we, like, I first started going. People were capping on me because they were like, oh, like, that's like fake stuff or that's uh, like uh, cheap stuff, you know. And a lot of guys, too, in the beginning were too, like, almost, Precious. yeah, like they didn't want to go in, you know what I mean? Because they're like, nah, nah, I'm going to go to the mall and get my stuff. And I'm like, Julio was actually the one that told me about Ross in the beginning. He's like, hey, like, there's these shoes. You can find them. I'm like, at Ross? And he's like, yeah, check it out. And I went and I actually found some stuff. And I'm like, oh, shit. You know, and then from there, it's just like. The majority of my stuff, like I buy basic hoodies at at, at Walmart for like ten bucks, and then it's all about how you dress it up and how you like you know portray yourself in there. So, and now it's funny because a lot of people go to Ross to get their stuff. They like really. Yeah, don't I mean Ross blew up. Like Ross, like literally, like yeah. exactly because people one people I don't think people have the money like that no more. Mm -hmm. 
You know what I mean? Like you're crazy if you go to the to to to, to the mall. You're gonna drop like 500 bucks just for like a few outfits. You know, when you can go to these spots and you can get, you know, double the outfits for the same price. Yeah, and it's just like, but now it's like so mainstream. Like now it's like I have like seven Rosses in my in you know in, in my city now. It's like before I only had like two. Mm-hmm. You know, before I only had like two. I had I had one TJ Maxx and I got three. You know, it's like I have four marshals now it's, it's insane so i mean it, they're like they're not opening up any more malls they're opening up a shit ton of rosses and marshals and tj maxes yeah a bunch and, of like you know, outlet stores like outlet yeah plazas like I said, that's what people you know because that's what people can afford like nobody really nobody can really afford to go to the mall on the real like you know what i mean like you you're, you're i mean you can buy a good pair of shoes like at the mall but you're dropping like two bills. Yeah, yeah. They almost like you know? bridge that gap of like what the mall couldn't do. Yeah. Like the cheaper prices, mm-hmm. people were going online yeah. to find the deals. So now they have. Yeah. Rocks. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So I mean, you know, like I said, like Ross back then was was you know it was new, it was fresh. Like you know, you could get all kinds of stuff for cheap, 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 good deals. You know. Now it's a lot harder. Are you having a harder time finding some stuff? Oh, yeah, it's like, you know, it's practically dead out here. The thing is, like, everything is sold now. Everything. Everything is resold. Everything. You can resell gum now. You can resell, like, whatever. It's a trip. Like, dudes, like, literally, like, resell every single thing. Like, everything. Everything. So, I mean, that's that's how, that's how it's gone. So, it's like, you know, like, I go out there and it's like, it's wiped. And it's not even, and you can already tell that it's not even the... Uh, like the majority of the time, like all those stores are already manned by somebody back there. Yeah. Like it's either the employees are flipping it themselves or two, like they got a, somebody's already in there, you know? Mm-hmm. Like I remember cause I, that used to be me. Like I used to have people in there, mm-hmm. you know, but now people know like sneakers and flipping and all that other stuff. Like everything is about flipping now. Everything. You look at all like the Gary V's, everything is about sports cards. Everything is about trying to, everybody's trying to make a buck out here, mm-hmm. you know? Like, that's just the way it is, you know? So it's like, it's, it's really hard to find. You can still find personal stuff. You can still find personal stuff. And you can still make money flipping things from Ross. But it's uh, it, it's much more, it's much more challenging. Like, things get, like, you're either really fast or you sit on things. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the way it is. But, like, I think, like, as far as, like, the whole, like, retail arbitrage or whatever they want to call that, you know what I mean? Like, that's all, like, changed in a sense. Like, now it's like, you shouldn't be having to put in 100 miles on your car and drive to every location. Like, you could, like, now since everybody's flipping, you could, if one guy goes out there and buys it and you give him 15 bucks above what he paid for it, and then you can flip that. You know what I mean? And it saves you time in a sense. You know what I mean? Like, you can, you, people are buying from, like, smaller, like, you, if you're big, if, if if you have the buying power to buy big, you can now in a sense, like, cause you can control the market in that sense. Cause you can buy the whole size run yeah. and now you take the prices and all that stuff. But I don't know to me, like on that level on like the whole making like six figures doing this and all that other stuff, like it bores me in a sense. This is a bore. I mean, money's money. Don't get me wrong. Like that's the hustle. If that's what you like to do, but it's a lot more work than people assume it is. Yeah, because you have to get the shoe, you have to take pictures of the shoe, then you have to box the shoe when you sell it, and then you have to awesome. go and ship it. Like, all that takes a lot of time. Like, people don't, yeah, people don't realize it. it takes a lot of time to do that. That's why I haven't really been flipping anymore. Like, I go to Ross every now and then, not like the same. And especially since I started a whole media company, that it just, like, I'm busy doing that. And, it, yeah. like, I want to do, I, I keep, I, I do want to do the Ross videos, like, still, but... I, I prioritize what's making me money. You know what I mean? Right. Like, this is making me a lot more money than flipping shoes at Ross's. You know, like it, it's just, yeah. So I feel you like like to me like the Ross hustle is like it's cool, but like even then like you get like when I would go there like every day, like yeah, I might find better stuff, but it almost like it would frustrate me or it would bore me. And so like now like I'll only go like maybe like once a week maybe twice mm-hmm. a week. If I find something good the first time, then I might even hit like another store. But for the most part, I just go to one store to two stores and I'm done. Like, if, you know what I mean? Like if I don't find it, I'm out. Like I ain't, 
I ain't doing it. And then as far as like the sales, like I just do local sales. I'm not shipping anything. You know what I mean? Like if, if I can't move it locally, then I'm not buying it. You know, that's the way I see it. You know, like, like I, I saw a lot of local, like, you know, I saw a lot of like, uh, things locally, but I'm not trying to make like get rich money and stuff like that. If I buy a hoodie for like 1999, like, okay, like today, just today, uh, I bought like a 49er hoodie, right? You know, I'm mean, out here in Cali, so the 49ers are going to sell. Um, and I bought it, for, it was a Mitchell and S. I bought it for 1999 for like 21 bucks and I sold it for 60. You know what I mean? That gives me like, you know, like an extra like a little 40 bucks. I could one go get something to eat or put gas or something like that. Like nothing, but I'm not trying to quit my job or anything like that no. to like, you feel me? Like, you know what I mean? Like, and I'm only buying like sure things. Like I'm not buying things just to be like, oh, this might sell. Or this might not sell. Like it has to be, like a for sure thing. Like it can't just. I'm not. Why you know? Yeah. So I can go back, turn a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Have Have you found anything lately? Like, pretty dope. No, no. Like like no. I said, just like nothing crazy. Nothing. Nothing that would say like wow. Like I found like some Vans vaults. Like I said, like everything that I find is like basic stuff that I know someone would want to pay, but nothing that's like a home run that where I'm like making like money off like good money you know you know what i'm saying like a good flip like i think the last good flip that i had was like those 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 future craft adidas 4ds that i that i got like over the summer mm-hmm. or something you know what i mean like i found those and i think i sold i, I think i sold those for i think i found them at like 39.99 and i sold it for like one 160 locally and that's a good score you know yeah. but like for the most part like i bought a pair of vans for 29.99 and i sold them for 60 bucks you know what I mean? Like, just things like that. Like, little money. Like, nothing like, no gems, as you say. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's no, like, like, that's, that's the, the difference in Ross right now. Like, before you could find, like, cool stuff. Or even, like, outlets. Remember, you could find, like, like, cool, like, you'd find, like, a gem in an outlet. Like, you know what I mean? But, like, now it's, like, these dudes are buying, like, whole lots <laughs> of everything. Like, everything. They'll buy the whole freaking store to resell. So there's nothing there. It's really nothing there. Like that's the way I see it. Like if you're not there early, it's over for you. Yeah, that or when they first put it out. Because we used to go like to Nike outlets all the time, and we would find stuff. And then lately, like we've gone to a few, and they just have like, like you said, just the basics, like basic stuff. Nothing too too crazy. Nothing that's gonna make you go like, holy shit! Like they have this at. Because that I think that holy shit moment is like over, like at Ross. You know what I mean? Like. Uh, yeah. especially with the whole YouTube, a lot of people caught on and then just, you know what I mean? Like, so now it's kind of, it, is that why you guys decided to like kind of change the direction of the channel? Cause I know you guys used to do Ross lines and then all of a sudden like started getting into the history. All right. So the Ross lines videos were cool, right? And they're fun to do, but I drive to 10 stores to make one video. <laughs> right? It would take literally like all day to make one video. All right, and I'd have to go everywhere, and we'd have to do it all day. And like I said, my brother lives in L.A., so he'd come down here for like three days, and we'd film for three days, like for 10 hours, like just trying to find things, you know what I mean? Like you would think like, you know, like it's it's only like an eight-minute video, and it would take forever to do, you know, from the editing and stuff like that, you know, and it's just like it wasn't worth the amount of labor that we were putting in, right? Now... A, a sneaker history video is you research it, you write a script, and you, you just narrate it and you put it out. And then you just cut and paste videos from other things or, you know, yeah. whatever you found from your research. All right. So it, it's, it takes a lot less time. You know, it takes a lot less time and you're, you're you have to stay in one spot. Like I can film them in the house. You know what I mean? I don't have to go anywhere or anything like that. Two, what I found with the Ross videos is that once they pop off, like your window of opportunity is those first seven days and that's it. But people don't rewatch Ross videos. No. They watch them one time and that's it. All right. The, the history videos, they have legs. They're constantly moving up. So like I'm getting more, we, we get more and more views on those type of videos, you know? Cause like those videos never, they don't, they don't get dated. Yeah. Nobody's going to go watch your Ross videos from three years ago. 
you know, like, why? Like, you know, that stuff's not there no more. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's just not, like, it's just the way it is. You know what I mean? Like, like literally, like, all right, all of your videos that you put out, once they're done, they're pre- they're done. They're, like, dead, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. And, like, these videos, it's a trip because, like, on these videos, it'll peak, and then it'll just have, like, a like a rise again, like, mid. It'll be six months from now, and one of these videos will just spike again. Yeah. A Ross Fines video would never do that, you know? No. So what gave you guys the idea? Like, was it you or your brother? Let's it was my brother. My, my brother made a video about champion. Mm-hmm. All right. Like, all right. Because, like, you know, everybody everybody talks about champion. It's like, how was it? Like, a Walmart brand and all this other stuff and blah, blah, blah. Now, I remember champion when champion was expensive, like, in the early 90s, before it went to Walmart. But, yeah, like, you know, it's like starter and all that other stuff, right? So, in the early 90s, it was popping and all that other stuff, and then it just started to fall, and eventually it did end up in, like, you know, the Walmarts and the Targets and all that other stuff. Um, But it's always had, like, a nostalgia thing to it, right? Now, Supreme started printing on Champion because it's cheap. It's cheap to print. You can get the, you can get high-quality, like, uh, you know, sweatshirts and stuff like that for for the low. You know, back then, they they were super cheap. And they're premium, like they, they feel heavy and all that other stuff. If you've ever worn like a reverse weave, like, you know what I mean? It's a quality sweatshirt. It's not like cheap, you know? So my brother was like, he wanted to know the history of it. So he researched it and we dropped that video and we dropped the, uh, and we dropped the champion history video. It got 500 views compared to like the Ross Vines videos that would get at least five, 6,000, mm-hmm. you know, views. And so we was like, ah, it's a dud. And we kind of just went with it, right? Now, it's wild because the Washington Post, which is, uh, we don't live in Washington, but they posted it on their webpage. Like, they posted the link of the history of Champion, right? And this is when Champion was starting to blow up, right? And so that video, six months later, or six or three months later, started to blow up like crazy. Like, it started to spike, like, you know, and it it went all the way up to, like, I think it went all the way up to, like, 400,000 views or almost, like, 500,000 views. No, it went to, like, 400,000 views, like, within a matter, within, like, a matter of weeks, you know? And with that video, like, we, like, just grew, like, crazy. Like, it just went, we went from, I think, like, 2,000, 2,000 or 3,000 subs to, like, 13,000, mm-hmm. like within like, like within like a few days. And it was like, dang, that's wild. And then we dropped the Cortez video. And the Cortez video, it, we, it got, it's intentionally done to like, you know, it, it, it says that the, it's the shoe of the Mara Salvatrucha, which is the Salvadorian gang, right? Yeah. But we knew it was going to get a lot of, uh, we knew it was going to get a lot of hate by saying that because all the Mexicans are going to get mad. All the Cholos are going to get mad. Like, yo, we started that shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so it, but it, it brought up the engagement in the comments. Does that make sense? Yeah. So like video ballooned all the way up to a mill, you know? And, and then by then, like, I think we grew and we grew to like, I think like, like, uh, like 22, like 22,000 subs. And then, and then we dropped an Air Force One video and we dropped an Air Force One video, and that thing hit a mil too. Mm-hmm. That thing hit a mil too, and then by then we're already at like thirty thousand or like thirty thousand subs. And like once you hit like that threshold, once you hit that mark, like it just it just keeps going and going. It's almost like it just grows. Like I think YouTube starts realizing that you're a channel on the rise, mm-hmm. and it just bumps you like in, on the front page or on the algorithm. And then we were getting we were getting like the uh, like shout outs by a lot of like sneaker pages, like, you know, on IG and things like that. Like, you know, I mean, check out these history videos and blah, blah, blah. And if they link them, then they press on our link and then they keep going up, mm-hmm. you know, so it went like that. So that's the way it went. Like, I think, uh, but yeah, it was, it was like, uh, you know, that's kind of how it grew. It was, it was wild, you know? And yeah. I think we're like down to like, it slowed down obviously, but I think we're down to like, we're at like, 93 or 94,000 subs, you know, we yeah. got. I, I remember when you, when those videos were first blown up, he sent me a message on, on IG. He said, hey, like, uh, 
some of my videos are going viral. I'm like, no way. And I go into YouTube and check it, and I see, I'm like, holy shit, they are going viral. I'm like, oh shit, Nacho's is blowing up over here. So I, I thought that was really cool, you know what I mean? Like, starting to blow yeah. up. Cause, uh, but it was like, it was a trip, because, like, you know what I mean? Because you get discouraged. Like, we did, like, the Ross Finds videos for, like, two years. Mm-hmm. You know, and, like, we weren't getting, like, I wasn't getting the views that we were, what I felt we were putting in work for. Like, I was like, yo, we're doing it out here. Like, you know, like, I, if you watch our videos and stuff like that, they're, like, almost my brother's legit on the editing and all that other stuff like to us we felt like we were putting out a quality product and we're filming on like a thousand dollar camera so it's like you know we're filming on a canon 80d so it was like you know like it's like i think we were putting in the work and it kind of sucks when like when you don't see any growth in a sense you know yeah i i know what you're saying because it kind of discourages you to the point where you're like do i want to keep doing this like it's it's really not doing anything for me did you ever at yeah. some point like man like let's just not do this because i know I, there was a time where you took a little break because it, it does get kind of like tiresome you know what i mean like just doing the same thing over and over and i remember you took like a little break yeah well like you know i just like Either we took a break just because it was just like, it was boring, man. Like, or it's dead. Like your Ross Fine videos are only as hot as what you find. Yeah. You know? And if you're not finding anything cool, then it's whack. Like, you know what I mean? Nobody's really going to watch your video or anything like that. So it was like, it sucked. Like we literally like be like, you know, we have to find something. So we drive for hours looking for a decent find to pump up and be like, oh, look what I found, you know? <laughs> Yeah, but like you know, but now it's like everything is like be be doing Ross Fine's videos today would be hella hard because everything is so flooded, mm-hmm. so fast. You know, like if I found a cool pair right now, two weeks from now everybody else found that pair. You know, and and it was it's already dead. It's like oh yeah, I came up on those a while back. You know yeah, I mean? and, and a lot of people now are more into the flipping part of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like before it was like cool, like you used to find cool stuff, but now these people that they don't care, like you know what I mean? Like, and we weren't really like like if you want to like like if you want knowledge on how to do it and all that other stuff, then go watch Hustler Hacks. You know what I mean? Go watch, like you know that's the that's the main guy that you wanna that you wanna watch that does that. You know that's my that's my thing, and there's a bunch of other channels like that. But for for me, we were just doing it just for the content in a sense to find cool stuff. Or things that we thought looked cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it was just us bullshit in the stores, but it just got, it got hard. Like, it was like, I don't know. Like, like I said, it's just, it's not enough. We weren't getting enough views for the amount of work that we were putting in. We're putting in half the work. Don't get me wrong, we still put in work on these history videos by writing scripts and all that other stuff and doing the research, but we're putting in half the work that we would put in the Ross Finds videos and we'd only get half the love, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, it's, it's, it's that saying, work smarter, not harder, bro. Like, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah pretty much. So is, is that what you guys are mainly, or what you guys are I mean, making that channel? Well, we're going to do a bunch of other stuff with the channel. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, like I, I, I like, you know what I mean? Like, it's going to be, like, we got we to, gotta, uh, you know, we built a community called Sneaker Enthusiasts on on Facebook mm-hmm. and it's for like the hardcore enthusiasts. It's not about like flipping. It's not like raffles, none of that stuff. It's just pure, like pure, like sneakerheads, like real right. sneakerheads. So, with- I'm enjoying it's like, yeah. It's, it's, it's very, it's very Nike talk like from way back in the days though. Mm-hmm. All right. Like, cause I'm OG Nike talk, you Same know? Um, yeah. But like, it's, it's like that. It's just showing on feed, or talking and discussing about like certain sneakers or your favorite things. It's not one brand sent, you know what I mean? Standard or anything like that. And like things like that, like, you know what I mean? So we did that and that's growing. Now that group, we're going to cap it at like 5,000. Just so it, one, it's manageable. And two, it keeps the engagement up. You can have a group with a hundred thousand people, but if only 30 people are posting, what's the point of having the rest of them? Mm-hmm. You know, they're just there to start, you know, just, it makes it harder to manage or whatever. So it's almost like an exclusive group. But we're doing that. But as far as like the channel, we'll probably do like, you know, like like top five sneakers that I like right now or things like that. Eventually, like it'll be different because we're kind of bored of the history videos in a sense. You know what I mean? Like, and, and we want to switch it up. But COVID hit. 
And since COVID hit, it kind of put a stop to everything that we got to do. We can't just get out the house like we used to. You know, Cali's locked down. It's, it's, it's far more restrictive than than what you guys are most likely. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like we can't we can't go anywhere without a mask. You know what I mean? We got to think of all the people that are out here, all this other stuff. So it just it makes things way harder. It makes it makes things way harder. But we got some things in the works, man, that are going to be cool. We're dropping some gear probably. You know, pretty soon. So I was going to ask that. I was like, where's the the nacho the nacho gear? Yeah, it's. I mean, I already got it dialed up and everything like that. We just got to find out when. Like, all right, so we was going to drop something. Like, we're going to probably drop, like, hopefully by the end of this year. If it's not, then we'll probably drop it next year. But I wanted to drop, like, a limited edition, like, like almost like a crew neck in a sense. Mm -hmm. Like a crew neck sweatshirt. And it'll probably be like maybe like like a twelve count, like not even like a dozen tops. You know, it's more like I probably won't even make no money off of it. It'll be more like just for like for like my hardcore like fans, you know, the ones that like really really mess with me. Like I'm, I'll I'll just drop it like that. Like, but it's gonna be a primo quality. I don't want to just put out a T-shirt that's gonna shrink on you. Yeah. You know, I want it to be legit. I want it to be done up right. So. You know, I'm making sure, like, I, I follow all my P's and Q's. I want it to be, like, something special. I don't want it to be just, like, my brand merch. Yeah. You know, like, I don't, and I don't want it to be, you know, and I'm working with, like, actual designers and stuff like that. I'm not working with, like, just, like, I'm not getting anything off Pinterest or anything like that or just, like, slap and go, like, you know what I mean? Oh, I'm going to flip the champion logo or I'm going to flip the Supreme. Like, it's not, no disrespect to your Supreme team. What but hand, that was bro. early stuff. Yeah, what a hand, <laughs> <laughs> yeah but you know what i'm saying like it's just not like like i don't want to do anything like that it's gonna be a unique something unique it's gonna be dope though yeah you know, I'm, I'm pretty excited about that actually sure well, whenever you drop it make sure you you let me know i'll, I'll cop one of those yeah, definitely definitely so yeah um i wanted to touch back real quick on the on the raw stuff i, I remember at one point or i think it was a little bit more difficult in fresno because you were you were talking about how they were giving you issues about filming inside the store. Yeah, dude. I mean, like we roll in with the big boy. Like we're not on the GoPro. Yeah. Like we roll with a with a real camera with a roll mic on the top. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just like it looks funny. Like when you see it, and we were doing this in the beginning, like three four years ago, when nobody was really vlogging or doing that that type of stuff. So people look at you weird. Like it's like, why are those guys filming? You know. And so we would like get like heat, like you know. In the beginning, I knew everybody that worked at Ross, but Ross has such a high turnover rate that like all those people are gone, mm-hmm. you know. So it's always like new people that is constantly rotating. So they would make an issue of it, like it's like, hey, you guys can't be filming, or like it'd be hard because like you know you got people in the background, you got people in the background, and it's like you know they don't want to be filmed and things like that. You really can't put them in the video if they don't want to be filmed either. Yeah. But it's like it's hard. Like so, it, it was it was challenging in a sense. You know, we get booted from the jump or like, you know, we'd have to go hide and do it like within like five seconds. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so are, are you still, are you still copping sneakers right now? Since, uh... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I buy, I buy sneakers, but I buy like, like I buy just, I've bought maybe like four pairs since this whole thing happened. I'm really selective now in a sense, mm-hmm. just because I'm more, um, I've got too many. You know what I mean? Like, if we just buy shit just because it's cool, it's like, you're going to end up with, like, 50 pairs of shoes by the end of the year. Like, you know what I mean? And it's like, damn, I can't do it like that. Yeah, I think that's like, what happens. Like, really? Yeah. No, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. So, like, it's just, yeah, so I'm just buying, like, things that I know. I'm buying wearable sneakers. Mm-hmm. Like, nothing loud, nothing crazy, just, like, something that I, I know I'm going to actually, like, sport and things like that. You know what I'm saying? What's your go-to shoe, like, brand? right now like you know what i've been having this really like this thing where like i just been beaten up like one pair like just like through until it dies until like it's falling apart and then i throw it away and i break out another one and so but and then there's times where like I, when i do feel like like i'm gonna get dressed and i'm gonna get down you know what i mean like my grocery getters right now are just an all-white pair of air force ones you know because i can just slay those those are like by the door like i gotta go get a gallon of milk or something like that you know what i mean yeah yeah, and then like when I want to get when when it's rainy or something, and I want to do something fancy, like I have different tastes for most people, but like I'll wear like a nice New Balance or something like that. You know what I mean? I'm a big New Balance guy. So yeah, that's what I was yeah. gonna say. I was like, I, I, 
uh, you post a, a lot about New Balance. Yeah. I was going to ask you that because New Balance and all yeah. the Sakamese, it's more like an East Coast thing compared to you know, yeah. West Coast. Um, New Balance has always been a big deal to me. Like since I was, when I first got into sneakers, when I first got like really, really into sneakers, it was about 2002 maybe 2003 that's when like i was like that's when like it, it blew up like for me like that's when i kind of had like you know my own job all that other stuff and i was like yo i can buy whatever i want and so uh there the sneaker freaker magazine was at my local like sneaker boutique we have a sneaker boutique out here it, it used to be called uh well, it's still around but it, it switched up but it, it, it was called ftk and ftk had like the flyest sneakers of all sneakers you know and there used to be the sneaker magazine from Europe called Sneaker Freaker. You know, everybody, you know, you can find it. They're huge on IG and all that other stuff. But they used to actually have a publication of a magazine. And I remember seeing the New Balance. I think it's the, I think it's the 1500, the Colette. And I was like, yo, these are sick. Like, I thought they was really crazy. And I thought they were just dope, you know. And I was like, I was like, dude, these are, these are wild, you know. And they were like a purple. And they had like, like, they were with black and then they had like little crosses and I thought they were cold. I was like, this is, this is over. And then I would see them. And like, I, I used to see like the old new bounces and like a lot of like the East coast rap videos and shit, like the Wu Tang and the raw, you know what I mean? The, the mm-hmm. Raekwon and all that other stuff. And I was like, dude, this is, this is, I was like, I loved them. So that was that. Like, you know what I mean? So that's really how I ended up loving like new bounces in a sense, you know? Yeah. 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 Uh, kind of like what you said earlier too, like, when you just go to buy because they're like something cool, something wild, that actually had, happened to me. Like I had way too many. Like I didn't know, I, and I wouldn't even wear them. So like I just started like giving them away or just selling them, and because you just have too many. Julio has that problem. Yeah, uh, I don't know if you have we posted your sh- your shoe room. Now, like what I want to get. Yeah, because Julio has a whole ass like shoe clot or shoe room now. Yeah, and he bought so a you, house. You, you were trying to get rid of some now, spring cleans. And yeah, doing a little something. cleanup on my collection. You know, trying to keep that rotation going. Yeah. <laughs> so what's what, what's next for the for the channel? What what can we expect? I, I know you recently. I, I watched that last video. Um, uh, when are you going to be on the next one? Since it's been your brother mainly. Um, my brother. So my brother. All right. So. My mom, like, you know what I mean, was really sick with COVID. Right? When the whole thing happened, she was, like, one of the first people that's had it out here, like, in the valley or whatever, or where we're at. You know, so it was, like, in the early stages and stuff like that. And she damn near almost died, right? Like, she was in the ICU, all that other stuff. And it was a really rough time. You know, it was crazy. It was wild. Now everybody's, like, you know, everybody knows somebody who's in the hospital with COVID. But it really traumatized us in a sense, you know, because it was it was challenging for us, you know what I mean, like, as, as a family. And... I think it really affected my brother a whole lot and he just didn't want to come down here and he still doesn't want to come down here because he's, he's, he's like nervous, you know, you know, just because, you know, you try to avoid as much travel and you try to be as responsible as you possibly can with the whole COVID thing. Like I, I, I feel comfortable. Like, you know, I have a job where I work with the public and all that other stuff, but he's not obviously. And if he's not, then, you know I mean? We're not going to shoot like, you know, together in a sense. Cause you know, I, I I don't have, um, how do you say, like, I'm more of a showman in a sense. My brother, like, if you watch his videos, he's more like, it's hard. Like, he's not a, not to say he's a bad host, but he's very different from my upbeat, like. Uh, yeah, that's what I was going to say. You're a little bit more, like, uh, like up-tempo, you can say, and he's more of just, like, mellow, chill. Like. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I, I don't even think he's that. I think he's just shy. You know what I mean? He's not, he's. <laughs> Cause he's not the camera guy, you know what I mean? He's literally like had to step up to be like, well, he's behind the scenes kind of guy. He's literally had to be the guy in front of the camera, you know? And it's just not him, like personality wise, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like, so it's hard. But I'm hoping to come out strong by the end of this year. He's coming down for the holidays, but I don't know if we're actually going to film. I think we're just going to kick it. I literally haven't seen my brother in months. Yeah, because you know, it's, like, it's March. If he were to come down, like, and if you guys wanted to keep that same feel, he would have to bring like all the equipment, like the backdrop and like uh, the mics. Why well, and... all that? We have like well, Nacho Studios is, is live and in effect in Fresno too. Is it? We have Nacho Studios. Yeah, we have Nacho Studios Fresno and we have Nacho Studios um, LA, and then it's it's uh, 
It's literally just the living room, but you know what I mean? Like we got the lamp, all that stuff. I mean, we so we got all that stuff. We got the backdrop. We got all that. Like so, we're ready to go, like either here or over there, or yeah. over there. So it's cool, but like we'd have to squeeze in a video, and it's like, how ah, do we really want to do all that? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then like we're just we're switching it up in a sense. Like we we don't even know what we're gonna do or how we're gonna do it. We might drop a, like a cool like little video just to just to remind people that it's still me and him instead of just him. Because literally it's been him for like the past 10 videos. Right. Yeah. All yeah. the history of it. Yeah. Like people like follow me on IG and stuff and they're like, who are you? Like, you know what I mean? Or like, <laughs> what? Or, or it's not like, who are you? But like, you know, or who, is, or who is Brian? Or people ask me and tell me like, hey, did you like sell your channel? And like you gave to that dude? Like, and it's like, nah, man, it's a 50-50 thing. Like, you know, he's just as important to the channel as I am, you know? I mean, it blew up, and you guys are getting quite a bit of video, like, of views on, on stuff. Are you going to quit your job anytime soon? Um, Nah. I actually <laughs> like what I do. Like, believe it or not, like, I'm one of those people. I'm one of those people that actually likes to work, mm-hmm. all right? Like, I, it, it brings me a sense of purpose to punch in and punch out every day. You know what I mean? Like, my job, like, obviously, like, um, I probably could quit my job, but I'd be struggling. You know what I mean? Well, I, and then it's like, there's a lot of things that happen when you quit your job. I got a family. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, you know, my job provides me my health benefits, all that other stuff. I have to come out of pocket for all that stuff. If I quit my gig, if I quit my gig, um, I'm good at what I do. Like I said, I like what I do. So, um, I don't think I'm going to quit my job anytime soon. And that's like, I'm making like Google numbers. Like, we're doing like 10 G's a month. Yeah. You know I mean? and, and, and then, yeah, I guess, but, you know. Until that day. But even then, like, if you're not going to be using that extra time, like, say you did quit your job to make videos, then what's the point of, like, quitting your job? You know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. Once it, like, I don't know. I got a buddy, right? His name is Ray is the entrepreneur. Like, he's double the size of me. I don't know if you guys know who he is. But he makes, like, uh, he does videos, right? And he made, he's literally, like, from, he was, like, from a small town out here called Kalinga which is, like, I think, like, an hour away from me. And, like, it's a small-ass town, you know what I mean? And he did, like, like 150K last year on the YouTube. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, on the YouTube by himself. And I'm like, dang, like, this dude's, like, that's... Like, if we can get to that level, if we can get to that level, then that's a whole different story. You know, that's a whole different story. Like, I will dip. But as of right now, it's cool side money. Don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not going to lie to you. Like, you know what I mean? We ain't, we ain't hurting out here, but... Like, you know, we're nowhere near that that number yet. And I think we can be, but we're being really selective. I can't just, like, like as far as, like, the affiliate marketing and all that other stuff and, like, the sponsors, I, I've gotten offers from all kinds of people. But if the money ain't right, like, nah, like, you know what I mean? Like, if you want to send me a shoe clear, like, and that's all you're going to send me, like, nah, like, you're going to pay me, like, to, like, do whatever I got to do on the video. Like, if I got to do videos like that, like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, to like, you know, uh, you know, use my promo code and all this stuff. Like, I got to be getting make, making some money. I'm not doing it for free t-shirts or mm-hmm. like for sweaters and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I got to get, it, I got to get money. Especially when your channel is already like that big, like you have that right to to expect that paycheck. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I don't blame you, bro. Like, they got to they gotta cut that check, bro. <laughs> yeah like yeah exactly like you know what i mean like i've already gotten offers from like brands but like they're brands that like no disrespect but like they're brands that like if we just, like you would already know that we're getting paid just pumping them up you feel me like and it's just not gonna look authentic like it's gonna look terrible mm-hmm. like you know what i mean like it's like me like you know pushing like you know sketches like it's just not gonna happen like, you know what i mean like it's like oh yo i got these brand new check them out like you know what i mean and i gotta make a whole video about how they're the dopest thing out there like nah like you know what i mean yeah like i don't like unless they drop me like you know they backed up the brink truck on me then i'm making the video but for the most part like that would damage my shit like that would damage my brand in a sense you know they, they would say you were a, a sellout in a sense you know what i mean they'd be like ah. Yeah. He's doing it for yeah. check. He's not even doing it. Yeah, and we've gotten like brand off. We've gotten a lot of offers from like, like things that don't relate to our channel, mm-hmm. and that's also something that we've turned down. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like if it, it, you know what I mean? Like, like I don't. We don't do like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, like, 
You know, like it has to be sneaker related in a sense. You're not gonna or, push tampons? Nah, you know what am I gonna do after with that? You know what I mean? Oh, about that? You know? <laughs> yeah. No, but yeah, I wanted to I appreciate you for like jumping on and talking with us and just getting to know you a little bit better. You know what I mean? Because like we yeah, yeah, yeah. like we talk on IG, you know, every now and then, but never actually like actually see each other. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I, I remember back when we went to Cali, I, you know, I was hoping to make a video with you and your brother, but that didn't end up working out. But hopefully maybe in the future we can link up again after all this COVID shit. back to normal. I mean, I don't even think it's going to get back to normal. It's always going to be something like it's just, it's just yeah. weird, like right now. On the real, I think, I, I think 2021 will be just, just like it is right now. I don't think we get back to normal for another like year. You know? Cause it's just, it's too, it's too up and down. One minute we hot, the next minute we not. Then it's like, it, it's bad, dude. I mean, it's sad. You know what I mean? What's going on out there, but it's just like, you know, yeah. and I, you know what I mean? People's safety and all that other stuff, but it's, it's challenging. It's really rough. Like, you know what I mean? To, to yeah. live life right now, especially for, for us, you know what I mean? As Americans and stuff like that, it's hard. Like, you know, we're used to being Roman and things like that, doing whatever we got to do. So it's like, you know, it's, it's tough. And it yeah. sucks for me because I'll, it's funny for, uh, in 2019, I was like, 2020 is going to be my traveling year. I'm going to go everywhere. I yeah, remember, yeah. and all, all I did was go to Vegas because I had to go to yeah. Vegas, and then that was it. Like, I, I, of course, I went to Texas not 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 too long ago, but that's like I was like, oh, I'm gonna go overseas. I'm gonna yeah. go maybe to Mexico. I'm gonna go do this, do that. Go back to Cali. Yeah, that's that. It didn't happen. COVID. Yeah, and it's like that. that. Like, if you're going out, like right now, it's like you gotta wear a mask for everything. Like, you gotta wait in line. You can't do half half the things ain't open. Well, I remember, I remember you told me that, um, well, Fresno, that it, it's still pretty locked down. Like, a lot of places are still closed, or did they end up opening? Well, up? like, all right, so, like, the way Cali works is, like, they have, like, tiers, right? And I think it's, like, you have, like, a, you have, like, orange, you have red, and then you have purple, and you have purple. And I think, so, orange is, like, you're good, like, the, the restrictions aren't that bad. And those are like up in like the mountain communities where like there's not a lot of people, like Maricopa, like you know Mar uh, Mariposa County, things like that. And then like the purple tier is like where there's like, like it's widespread, like you know what I mean, like it's not contained, so it's really not that safe to come out, right? So like they won't let you go in a restaurant. You got to eat outside or to go, things like that. And then barbershops are closed, all that other stuff. And then you have like the red tier where like you know the barbershops and stuff like that are open. But they can't do facial hair. You got to wear a mask. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know, it's a trip. Like, it's 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 crazy. Like, what, what are you guys like, at right now? What? Like, we're at we're we're in the red tier, but they're talking about they're gonna drop us. So like every week, the cases rise or drop. Yeah. Like, so can you imagine like being like a business owner? One minute you're able to open up a restaurant at like twenty five percent capacity, and the next week you're like, nah, like you guys eating outside, you know? Like it's a wrap. Like it's just it's tough. Like you know, so it's just that's the way it is. But like if we drop back down, like or if the governor like shuts the whole thing down, then it's just essential. Like you know, just grocery workers, cops, and you know people with government jobs that could go out there and work. Everybody else is locked down. You know. And yeah. I mean, you don't have to tell us. Have you have you gotten COVID or no? No, nah, not me. Not me. Not yet. Not that I know of, unless I'm one of the asymptomatic people, but. No, I mean, I know a lot of people who have. I know people who pass. It's kind of sad, you know? It's one of those things, man. Like, I I got a coworker whose mom was 100 years old and got it and took it like a champ. Mm -hmm. All right. And then my mom's in her 60s and she got me to die. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's weird because like, my dad got it and he got put in the hospital. Like, he was bad, like, like your mom. But my mom was around him all the time and she never got it. Yeah, yeah. It's just one of the things, dude. When I guess if it just hits you, it hits you. It's tough, but I mean, it's real out here, yeah. and people won't really take it seriously until it actually affects them. Yeah, you know what I mean. And so it's so unpredictable, you know what I mean? But you know, I'm just trying to do my part, you know, for my family's sake and all that other stuff. I don't want to be the one that gets anybody sick, you know what I mean? And then it be like if they end up passing away, it being your fault, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, dude, it's like it's bad, like you know what I mean? It's just. Like, that would be horrible in a sense, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, obviously, it's not intentional, but 
either way, like, you know what I mean? Just because I'm out here not taking care of myself. Yeah. So I've, I'm I'm doing the best I can. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's it's rough. You know what I mean? But I, I try not to go to, like, gatherings or anything like that. Like, I mean, I see my family, but for the most part, I'm, I'm chilling. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to be, you know, responsible, I guess, you know? Yeah. Let them know where they can follow you, the, your YouTube, IG. Yeah, all right. Well, you can follow me, you know what I mean, on IG, TikTok, all, everything. I'm on every social media platform. The one that I'm hurting on is Twitter, all right? <laughs> I have like 30 people on there. Everything else, is, I'm good, you know what I mean? But, but yeah, I'm Nacho Average Finds, you know what I mean? One whole word, Nacho Average Finds, you know. Um, yeah, follow me on 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 all my social medias. You know me. Yeah, and of course I'm gonna link link it down below, like uh, yeah, all your information. But before we go, I had one. Qu- where'd you get the name Nacho? Uh, my name's I have a big old Mexican name. All right, so my <laughs> government is David Ignacio Mederos Soto. Oh, that's, damn. That's, that's, that's that's on the license. You mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, my dad's name is Nacho. My dad's name is Nacho, and I happen to be a Nachito, but big ass dude. There's no way you could be a Nachito. You know what I mean? (laughs) But anyways, like my family, my immediate family, and my and my friends call me call me Nacho, call me Nacho. So that's why that's where that came from, right? And so I got a buddy who like he does like thrifting and things like that, and we were like, uh, he was like, what should I call myself? Because when I first started doing like the whole like posting. Like Ross Wines and things on IG, like my name was like just like I think it was like fuck one eighty seven five. It was just something <laughs> stupid, like <laughs> like something stupid, like like um. But yeah, so when when the whole name like thing started, like I just was a uh, like we was like, well, why don't you call yourself like Nacho Average Gear Nostalgia? And I was like, eh, that sounds kind of cool. But then I'm about I was about to find, so it just stayed like Nacho Average Finds. You know what I mean? And so I was like, all right. So I just became Nacho Average Fine. You know? Do, do you ever think about switching changing it? Changing it? Yeah. All the time. All the yeah. time. But it's like to what? That's true. No, huh? I mean, people are so used to the Nacho Average Fines now. So changing it. Nah, either way. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's a YouTuber. His name is Franchise Kicks. Have you ever heard of him? Yeah, yeah. The big dude with a beard. Yeah, that fool don't even videos on shoes no more, right? He does, like, he does pallet flipping. And that blew up, right? But he's still franchise kicks. Oh, you know I mean? yeah, yeah. Like one of those things. Like, but I'm like, I don't know. Kind of like, it's one of those things that, like, it's whatever. Like, I don't care. Like, you know what I mean? Most people out here know me from the Ross Finds videos, and then when they tell my do Nike, like, well, when I tell my do history videos, and they're like, oh, okay, that's cool too. <laughs> but most people, like, locally, locally, like when I get recognized out here, they recognize me from the videos. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So. That's how it is. You mean? Yeah, but like I said before, uh, thanks for jumping on with us and having a chat with us. Uh, yeah, because I like what you're doing. I hope, dude. I hope you get like in the millions here soon, like subscriber count wise. Because then that yeah. way you can just quit and just do. Hell whatever. yeah, that'd be dope. Yeah, just do whatever. I fly out there. Yeah, hell yeah. I need a haircut. How much you charge for a haircut, Weech? <laughs> Twenty one. Twenty one. <laughs> how much do they charge you, Kelly? Everything is out here like thirty bucks, forty bucks. Dang. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll fly out there just for a personal cut. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we'll yeah. be waiting. We'll be waiting. Thank you for coming on. We appreciate it. And uh, yeah, thank you guys for listening. We'll catch you guys on the next one. All, All right, right. about those. Be cool. Peace. Take it easy. Nigga, the cops Lock up the house. We keep the team on high. Some gun in their mouth. Nigga, the Porsche outside. What the top?